Hey, Woken Free Nation, Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, science, to Bitcoin, or even one of your favorite celebrities. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, Woken Free, is there too. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 250th episode of Woke and Free. Khalil, can you believe it? 250 episodes. That's pretty good. Amazing. (laughs) So if you have been tuning in every single week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week is a very funny question, which is, what in the world is sleep training all about? So for those who are listening, who have little ones in the household, this is the episode for you. But before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of things to cover. First, have you downloaded this episode on WokenFree.com through the Podbean app? If not, please do so immediately. That is how you're able to join the conversation because with the app, you can put in your comments and you too can share your sleep training stories and horrors with us because we want to hear. Now, if you listen to podcasts on a device for which you cannot download more apps on, that's okay. Go to WokenFree.com. Go on the listen tab and then you can pick your platform of choice where you can follow and subscribe to the show at. So we love, love, love our support on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora. It's a Woken Free world. So we're everywhere. Get with it. On WokenFree.com, you can also click subscribe to follow the show through the Podbean app. And on social, you can easily find us on... Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And then if you have 90 seconds, which you do, it's not really a question. It's more of a statement. Uh, (laughs) We would love for you to review the show and tell us how this show is feeding into you, your life, how it makes you giggle and makes you question and all of the above. So go to WokenFree.com, go on the Listen tab, and then pick your platform of choice where you're going to review the show at. Now I'm going to kick it to you, Khalil. All right, I'll take it from here. Before we start the conversation, we'd like to share a little bit about ourselves. This week, we're asking, would you rather have chicken nuggets or chicken shrimps? So, even more pointless. Phenomenal. It's a really insightful question. Uh, real quick question. Because you don't know that. what we're going to choose, do you? That's what's well, funny. Well, who's making it? Are we making it, or is it just... You can get it from anywhere you want. No, you Ooh, choose. Okay. Whichever so one. Then I would have to go with chicken strips from Chick-fil-A, uh, as opposed to like chicken nuggets from Wendy's, I believe we like. <laughs> oh man, that's mm-hmm. funny you said that. Yeah, I go with the chicken strips, but I go with the chicken strips because it's mm-hmm. whole chicken, because chicken nuggets sometimes ah, they're just like ground good point. up. Good point. And it's kind of mixed me, but when you get the chicken strips, those are just authentic, authentic pieces of chicken. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. It usually tastes a little more wholesome than the ground stuff. That's true. 
I mean, okay. th- that's why I go with the chicken strips. That's that's my thing. And I'm really ex- and <laughs> very interested in hearing what comes next out of your mouth. Oh, really? Be- yep. You, okay. I want to hear this one because I'm telling you, I gave you a reasoning on why I chose mm-hmm. my chicken strips. Yep. Because you choose you choose food that does you good. That when it puts you to bed, you uh, feel like that's you can the actually direction. get a good night rest. Itis. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's the kind nice of food you try to choose, that. though. You choose something that makes you sleep well, right? Because wow. if you sleep well. Well, we feed well. Thanksgiving we feel all year well. long, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So if we want to actually sleep well, yeah. since we ate well, mm. we need to actually ask this question. Mm. What in the world is sleep training all about? That was brilliant. Actually, one of your best, I think, today. <laughs> so good job, yes. sir. High five in the metaverse. Exactly. <laughs> so according to sleepfoundation.org, The goal of sleep training is for your baby to be comfortably sleeping for several hours through the night on their own. If they wake up, they'll learn to self-soothe and fall back asleep. Hilarious. There are several (laughs) sleep training methods parents can use developed by pediatricians and sleep experts. Uh, But once they are asleep and they're sleep trained, they can sleep between 9 to 12 hours at night. Also very hilarious. And <laughs> they the, are, the website goes on to say that the babies will feel better during the day, as will their parents, uh, duh. Uh, and this can also improve their overall quality of life for the family. So little ones who will still need their naps during the day, but their tired parents, especially moms still recovering from pregnancy, insomnia, can enjoy more restful sleep. Uh, so with that, how would you define what sleep training is all about? Well, I think a sleep training is like peace of mind for the parents because mm. if you don't have sleep training, then you got to go with getting the baby every couple hours when they wake up because mm. they don't go back to sleep. So yes. it makes it really hard to not have a sleep trained baby. Indeed. But I don't think it's standard to have your baby sleep trained as well is what I'll add in there. Mm. I think, well, I don't think most people do. I think you just see what happens kind of thing. You take, you take it. <laughs> You take it with just one of the knocks of life, right? Yeah. So you have this. Have <laughs> yeah, this, you say uh, like, "What would the baby do?" Go. I don't know. <laughs> nice. Okay. So, what would you say has been successful for our sleep training regimen, aka your sleep training regimen, with KJ? Well, yeah, I don't follow a like a set of guidelines or anything. Mm-hmm. I kind of just do my own thing. So. I think the best thing is to follow a set routine before bedtime, mm-hmm. and you amend it as you need it. So, an example is like you'll you'll start with reading your child a book. You can do that kind of thing, and maybe give them their favorite like cup to hold, okay, stuff like that. Okay, so you do like some things in the same order. You keep them kind of warm, but not too hot. Let them get a chance to fall asleep, and then. You know, just continue with that for a couple of days, and Mm. and that is helpful for, I guess, getting them to go to bed and Mm -hmm. stay to bed. Okay. And then also for our experience, you would say that, at least our child, and and we do want to preface, every baby is different, so please, as, you know, if you're a new parent or dealing with a, a little one, don't feel like whatever the prescribed methodology you see out there, if it's not exactly working for your little one, you got to amend it. I think that that's just natural. Babies are different. But that's true. For ours, he definitely loves and is comforted by human touch, right? So falling asleep against you or yeah, I definitely. Yeah, he likes to fall asleep on a person. Yeah, is a thing for him, for sure. Whether that is prescribed or not, it's a it's our reality. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, on a very popular website, uh, folks with little ones know, uh, whattoexpect.com, they describe different methods. So there's that bedtime fading method where they might not be fully ready to sleep, but with this method, you can get them to bedtime and essentially you know when they start to like rub their eyes or start yawning, turning away from lights and sound that it's time to put them to bed. And then, uh, you know, they kind of fall asleep and if they wake up or whatever, you kind of come back and uh, try to ease them back into that. And then there are uh, other methods that are mentioned on that site. So definitely check out all the links on WokenFree.com. But for us, I think what I've witnessed with you is, yeah, like, I think you start to you do the reading and like you said, holding, giving him things that are creature comforts for him, holding him and then just kind of waiting it out until just pure exhaustion and you're both passed out, I think is just something to share with the audience, <laughs> <laughs> which is keeping it a hundred percent. Depending on the time, yeah. because it's, uh, yeah, it really depends on the time. Cause if I try to put him to bed earlier, that usually it doesn't work out well. If yeah. I put him to bed around normal bedtime, then it's easy, but trying to move up his bedtime, that's hard. Mm. But I have done that because before he was going to sleep even later. Now yes, he's you have going to bed up. earlier, yeah, so I moved God. it up. So yeah. it just, it takes a while to move it up even more though. So that's the only yeah. thing. Currently, you know, he goes down around eight something, right? That's Yeah, once the eight hits, he's actually tired. Mm-hmm. So after, anytime after eight, he can get to bed. Before, it's harder though to put him down. Yeah. Unless he's like milk wasted, right? <laughs> well, no, but he doesn't. I know, not doesn't anymore. That now night. that he's yeah. older, yeah. Okay. What would you say are top things to avoid when it comes to sleep training? Well, speaking of the milk wasted, is mm. you should probably avoid giving them milk before bed, depending on what age they are. Why? If you give that to them, I mean, there's there's a couple of things. If if they have teeth, then it's bad for their teeth. It can create cavities. Yeah, and all because that stuff. there's yeah. sugar in that mm-hmm. milk, so it, it'll it's it's best not to do that. It's it's best at to least give for them. us in our household. We we don't yeah them. yeah okay. yeah. I mean yeah, that's I mean hey, it's sleep training, so mm-hmm. it's just a tip to do. And then another thing is you probably don't want to have like super bright lights on around mm-hmm. the child, or else that's going to make it hard for them to sleep. Overstimulation. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to have a, a dog that's barking right in front of the child's face. <laughs> TV on blasting. Yep. Mm-hmm. It could be TV, but the dog too. What if you have a dog who loves to bark? You know those little those little toy poodles Stop coming for the little ones. Those little dogs they bark too much. You gotta get them a doghouse and lock them in there. Pleasant. <laughs> That's a uh, tip. Yeah, keep the baby throughout the dog. That's nice. <laughs> no, just put the dog in a dog Peter house. love that. They would if you yeah. put some food in there and a dish of water for the dog. Excellent. And then call it a day. Yep. <laughs> Make it to the, the dog. Of winter, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say the dog house had to be outside. It could be uh, indoors. It just has to be insulated. A house. Yeah. Nice. As long as it's sound, if soundproof so your child can't hear that. You're keeping the noises down for them. Excellent. That, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You got to avoid make. Avoid like making the room too hot wherever they're sleeping in, because mm. then they're gonna sweat and it's gonna yep. make them fidgety and bad. And diaper so, too hot right? or too cold. Going to bed with it with the oh yeah. Diaper. Well, you got to make sure the diaper isn't wet. That's mm-hmm. definitely something to do because that <laughs> they're not gonna sleep if the diaper is wet. That's gonna really mess them up. And then mm-hmm. like the last thing is you probably let's see. You're now listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woke and free. Woke and free. Woke and free. A podcast that keeps it real and true. 
Well, I mean, those are those are pretty main main thing. Would you say that there's like a checklist that you run through in your mind, or is it just kind of like you're feeling it out as like, oh, okay, he's you know, this is not working today, or like, how would you say from a consistency perspective, do you try to do the same thing think, every night? Yeah, okay. I think it has to. You, okay. you got to stick to a routine, and you got to. One thing is, is again, you mentioned earlier, you have to look at the cues so you can see mm-hmm. are they actually ready to go to bed or. Do they want to do some more activities? Because you yeah. got to look at that. Because if you try to put them to bed too early and they're ready for activities, it's, you're just going to waste hurt, time, yeah. really. You could have just continued with activities. Maybe, yeah. yeah, you could have continued with the reading, continued with playing with some toy or something. You could have done something like that. And one thing we didn't talk about, what age group would you recommend starting sleep training at? Is it from birth or is it from three months on? Like, what would you say? I mean... They say you can sleep train at any time, but I, know, I, I think yeah. you're supposed to, I mean, it's weird because then they said the baby is supposed to feed every like two to three exactly. hours. So I don't understand how you can sleep train. I don't think it's really truly, feasible. It doesn't seem to matter. Six months, to be honest. Some yeah, people suggest that's the age I would think. Earlier, but for anything our earlier, child, I don't think it, it just seems like a waste sense. of time yeah. to do that because they still have to eat. So you have to wake well, them up. Their then. sleep cycle is <laughs> going to keep changing, like because they the babies change during that first six and months that, yeah. rapidly. Because I'd say oh. once you get to the six month mark, then they can sleep during like mm-hmm. a normal time, so they can have naps during the day and then sleep like at night, basically. Definitely. But before then, they just sleep and wake up whenever they want. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's a lot. It's a lot harder. So yeah, six okay. months is a good time to do it. So Dr. Craig Canapari has a blog or article that I came across that had some interesting things to avoid when you're doing sleep training for your little one. So starting it at the wrong time, like you said, uh, could be detrimental both for the baby and you, because if the baby wants to play, then you all are just going to look at each other like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> and you're yeah. just not going to do anything. It's an effective use of time. Uh, also, not, I think, following the cues if, if the, t- the bedtime needs to change. Like for us, we realize he was going to bed at 10 and we we're like I've got to keep moving this up and thankfully now we're at 8 something which is far more reasonable and tolerable in our household also missing medical causes of sleep difficulties so sometimes your baby isn't just being difficult just for difficult sake but there's something medically going on with your baby and you should be mindful of that so maybe they're in pain or there's something that's causing wow. them to have insomnia that you should also just kind of be vigilant and we've realized especially with babies in that first year or even two years they're so vulnerable and the lack of language makes it even more difficult for you to understand what your baby needs so you have to be visually like visually uh very vigilant in observing anything looking at marks and things just to make sure your baby's okay and you know that they are don't need to be seen because they can't really talk to you they can't be like hey mom dad i just want to let you know like none of that's happening and so just you have to be like super intuitive (laughs) and then like probably over like over helicopter kind of situation with this uh, inconsistency is not going to help when you're doing the sleep training. So that I totally agreed with on the site. And then uh, moving your child into his or her room at the same time. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm kind of maybe walking through uh, or like kind of like with us. I think you, you don't just well, like dr- dump him in the crib. You like have a first year in the chair and then you can well, you transition yeah. Yeah, to the crib. Yeah, and then also feeding your child all night long. Yeah, so even when kids want to wake up, it, food isn't always the solution. That maybe yeah. you have to rock them. Maybe you have to 
do other things. So, but it's a solution before a certain age. <laughs> yeah, it is a solution in that <laughs> first six months. They eat. are just hungry little cuddly vampires. <laughs> but after a while, it's more like mm, you don't necessarily need food, but maybe you need rocking or ooh, let's walk up and down or okay, let's turn on some music. Like let's look at alternatives that aren't food related, right? Yeah. Any other things you'd like to say on sleep training for those who are struggling with it or are just feeling frustrated with what's going on, even if they're in that first six months? Well, you need to experiment and see what works is Mm -hmm. one thing because every child's different, so you can't expect them to just all follow the same sort of script. Like, children need different things to get to bed, like... Mm. Like mm. I said, maybe there's a toy that they like to just hold and squeeze before going to sleep. You give that to them or a special blanket <laughs> that smells like the toy poodle that you put in the doghouse. Here you, you can put go. that. You can give them that. Or it smells like Matthew. <laughs> it could be. Matthew. But what if they like that dog more than mother? You took in lies and fairy tales? Every child's different, so ah, we don't know. I'm just I'm saying that you got to try different things because people don't Mother know. Mother is God <laughs> to child. Just and dog is that. is universe. Dog is dog. Well, guess what? <laughs> Dogs that's spelled know. backwards is. Yeah, I there know. There we go. Exactly. So exactly. that's that's what you got to do. You got to experiment. <laughs> that's my recommendation. Love it, love it. And I would just add to it, uh, you know, in our household, you know, Khalil, you are definitely uh, holding down the fort in a lot of uh, these routines that you have to implement for our little one. And I would just say, if you are in a two-parent household, uh, try to support your partner. If one partner is, is more heavily involved with one aspect of the parenting or one uh, routine with your kid, try to support your partner and be understanding uh, and also check in what's working, what's not working, so you can both be a part of it, even if one of you is running the ship more. And then I would just also, just for those struggling with a little one and feeling like, oh my gosh, like, am I ever going to sleep again? Yes. Uh, but you, parenting is not for the faint of heart, though. It's going to take time. You have to be patient. You have to give your baby grace. Because, wow. again, they can't speak. So <laughs> they can't tell you what's going on. So you have to be patient with them. And also patient with yourself. And some days might be harder than others days. It doesn't mean that you're doing a bad job. It doesn't mean that this is horrible. It just means it's it's a bad evening. And that you try to understand maybe ways that it could be better in the future, but just try to hold on to the hope that your baby will continue to grow and get more autonomous and that you are doing the most difficult and most beautiful thing you could ever do, which is raising a child and and helping to create a person who's going to be a positive influence in this world. So just words of wisdom and encouragement. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's a, what's a, what's a scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Pedro has a newborn that wakes up every two to three hours to eat. He is unsure if this is normal. Should he seek advice on his current situation? What a wonderful question. We were totally there uh, <laughs> months ago. So it is totally normal. Uh, at least what we have understood to come yeah. to understand around newborns that they have a very uh, active eating cycle in the beginning of their life and 
if you as a parent are, are not necessarily, that's not something you've heard or something that you've read or have come to understand, we definitely recommend you should always seek guidance from professionals and your pediatrician will laugh at you and say, absolutely. I'm surprised it's not one and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I would recommend that he definitely seek professional advice just to get kind of that calmness and, and, and understanding of what he's dealing with. But again, give his baby grace feed the baby and comfort the baby and know that better days are ahead. Yeah, I agree. He should definitely be okay with seeking advice on Mm -hmm. what's happening with the baby because the baby's care is of the utmost importance. Because it's not, there's nothing wrong with getting advice on that. You shouldn't be afraid. From a professional, not family members or friends, as, as fun as that can be. What about from Facebook? Take it with a grain of salt. Get a speak. Speak with a professional. Uh, I just want to warn. Don't take social media is not good on giving advice. I guess I think you can. No, social media. They don't give medical advice. Great advice shared on social media, but is it unless it's shared? If you're seeking medical advice, it should come from a medical professional. That's that's all I'm saying. Because what if you don't even know if it's medical? Because we're talking about food for a baby. It's medical because it's related to the care of a child. So if so, your advice is if it's related to care of a child, it's medical. Yeah. So therefore, don't use social media. No, not to don't not use social media. Take what you found for on social the, media and confer against a, a medical. Oh, professional. so you can use it then? Yeah, but I wouldn't take it in and of itself. I would still speak with the professional and say, "Hey, these are some of the things I've come across." Yeah uh, or nay? Okay, interesting. Scenario two. Shohre runs a daycare that has at least 10 young children under supervision daily. She sometimes gets help from family members, but always struggles to get the children sleeping at the same time. This leads to cranky children. She is thinking of demanding the parents get their children sleep training. Do you think this is a good idea for Shohre? Wow, what an interesting question. The the inner uh, the convergence between parenting at home as well as like daycare needs and... Uh, wow. Interesting. So I would say I'm going to only give my advice based on what I would want, but I have no context of understanding what services are rendered by daycares in that I'm not sure what is within the agreements that daycares say when you bring your child, what, what can they ask from a parent that I'm not sure. So to me, it does, it seems a little overly uh, intrusive, to be honest, for a daycare to turn to you and say, can you do this? Because A, sleep training is, to work with a sleep training nurse or a caretaker is not free. Oh, really? Uh, no. There's no yeah. free resources for that? I mean, hmm. I there may be through your state, like, local stuff, but it, you would, it would be, like, income dependent. Wow. It's not going to be free across the board for anyone at any income All level. Right. So, that's good for to me, know. That's, that seems a little bit problematic in that sense because the daycare center... I would imagine should be equipped and be able to care for the whatever their capacity that they say they can have of children under their care. And when it comes to nap time, like to me, it seems like they should be equipped to be able to get the kids down. Now, what it sounds like is the problem is Shore is running a daycare by herself and probably needs to hire three or four people to work with her to be able to work <laughs> nice. with 10 children. One to 10 is a horrible ratio. Yeah. Uh, that sounds that amazing. Like, that sounds like uh, a party. The upside down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounds horrible. That doesn't sound like Cardi want a party. 
That sounds like a nightmare to me. I love uh, children, but I would not want to be responsible for taking care of 10 children at once by myself. That sounds crazy. So I would not want to do that. Uh, and I would recommend that she hire uh, staff as opposed to telling the parents to get their lives together. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you think she should do instead. Uh, uh, yes. She yeah. should just get her act together. Yeah, get your people. daycare in order. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> what about so you? So you don't think that's enough to have that family that comes by sometimes to help out? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't... Are they, A, are they, like, because that brings up a whole other issue of, like, are they licensed to be able to care for the children? Are they vetted? Are the parents no, of the vetted. children aware of these people coming no. through? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you have to be very. This is, a, this is a discount daycare. I mean, you asking for a lot. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying, <laughs> and then even that, like, so this is a discount scenario, and they're turning back around and they're asking you for something. Exactly, that's how yeah, it goes. I don't know. The, you'd be better off putting your kid at Dollar Tree. I mean, <laughs> no, this, this is what you get, though. I mean, the prices yeah. are high so people no, have no, to no, go no. at the term but a service is a service up. and so whatever you have agreed upon as the service for which you are offering you need to commit to that so but like i said i i'm not fully aware of what daycares offer and say i'm not sure I, yeah I, you don't know we don't they could we haven't that. put our child in daycare so we don't know they could, what, they say, could hey. turn back around and say something really fascinated like that uh but yeah, I know possible. I wouldn't I wouldn't be receiving that conversation well. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's interesting. I, I mean I I think it depends if this is a discount daycare that technically yeah, she could ask them whatever she she wants because yeah. it's it's a, they're not, they're not they're paying next to nothing for it. But if this is like a well like defined establishment and you are actually paying a normal daycare fee then I think she does need to just hire people. But it's kind of like if you're only paying $5 a day, she doesn't have enough money to hire people. So it's like, what do you expect her to do then? I mean, <laughs> that that's what's crazy. Cool. <laughs> Why would she even accept that kind of armor? <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, she tried to take a pay cut because she was like, hey, that's she 50 bucks. She lost her mind? 50 bucks a day for her. <laughs> to be right over my t- Children. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal, though. You gotta admit that. That's, a good deal. that's pretty good. Paying Bennett for something? That's nice. That I, mean. sounds, I feel really bad for her. Oh, really? Yeah, see, I mean, that's why she's asking them. $50? Yeah, she gets 50 bucks. That's not bad. Each day. Each day she gets $50. I mean, that's something to celebrate. Right? Can, I mean. After eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Uh, this is happening in America. <laughs> There's a lot of different daycares. Yeah, you'd be you would be surprised. That's a good rate for the parents, though. Could you at least admit that? You should be ashamed of parents. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good because that's a little some money a week, you know. I understand, but that is twenty five dollars ex- a week. That's not or? acceptable. Twenty five dollars a week is, this is written expensive? in nineteen ten. <laughs> like, but the, just think about that. You don't think there's parents that don't want to pay twenty five dollars a week for their there's kids? There's a lot of parents who would want daycare for free, but it is what it is. I mean, that's just not the life we live in. I mean, I'd like my gas tank for free, but. It's not happening. Not free, but would you take gas for $10, maybe? $10 to fill up. 
Pesos or cash? Cash. Okay. I'm saying U.S. dollars at the current. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that I have to go and like price for barrel. Dig it for it myself. I mean, no. No, like, but it's not going to say that. But you have you might have to like strain it a little bit. There might be like particles in no, the gasoline. No, no, see, that's what I'm just no. <laughs> it's different gas. It might no. be. It might be mixed with something. That's might be more cool, ethanol in there. Not, that's a different life. Well, you know I'm they do that. They put for. more ethanol in it to make it go farther. That's scary. Instead of gasoline. So, I mean, that's, you, you see, you don't know. That's what you got to do when you get discounts. You got to get, like, Not different. always. Khalil, don't make that So, all right. So, discounts are the same quality as luxury items. That's no, what I'm saying. No, <laughs> what I'm saying is that we, say you're that. suggesting that, like, if you get a discount, it's like, okay, so the TV only works on one side of the room? Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, it's not always that. <laughs> it's not the case. There are plenty of things, brand new, spanking cool things that you can get. At, at a, a discount, discount rate that works. that works, and it's just because you no compromises. Been, yeah, because it could be a holiday, it could be mm-hmm. uh, a, a loyalty program, but you've spent X amount, so you get ten percent off. It could be a refer referral. There's all different reasons why right. you can get a discount. So discount daycares can work then. Well, that's a different type of surface than oh. a TV. <laughs> all a right. discount TV, I think, can work a lot more efficiently than a discount daycare. I think that's you're talking about. Child care, it's, uh, yeah. I'm, you think you should go at standard rate. Don't go to any place that's paying less. You should go with a daycare that resonates with the service and the treatment you're looking for your child, as well as the review reviews. Uh, you've given me the hiccups now. And, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, I can't. It's, and, and be, just be discer- discerning as to what you want and why you want what you want for your child. All right. So don't choose a daycare with your wallet. That's the lesson. Correct. Yes. Oh, okay. All right, that's the advice being given. Yes, and I guess you disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. I'll pray for you. Oh boy! No, I'm just saying in general. I wouldn't give that advice to people, mm-hmm. but, but that's the advice you're giving. All right. Do not just go with your that. wallet. I'm saying. I know you know. You, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're stating that. Yeah. I'm just stating that's the advice that you're giving. That's not the advice that's coming out of my mouth. That's and I what love I'm that stating. you disagree with it. That's super scary too. That's really <laughs> no, but it's, it's just a piece of advice. It's not something that I would take myself. Ah, okay. Because sometimes I give advice that I don't take. It's because I'm not in that same situation, right? That's mm-hmm. the, and that's where it can be non-hypocritical because if you're not a rocket scientist how can i give advice from well, a rocket me, scientist I point of view i always try to put myself in the person's foot so yeah shows, so, so that's why for me i would not oh, but choose, you're saying if it was I you i would then. never choose a daycare solely on price that that's not my that's not how i would flow with that yeah all right scenario three tenaria is traveling to another country which will be an eight hour plus journey with her two-year-old she has been practicing sleep training with the child for the past three months do you think this will help with the long plane ride ahead? Ooh, interesting. I would. I think that personally, and I'm curious to hear what you think. I think this trip is probably going to disrupt the sleep training because sleeping on a in your crib is much different than sleeping on a plane. So I feel like the child probably is going to struggle sleeping during the flight if the flight is during her sleep time. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's worse, actually. I think this is going to be a natural disaster for mm. everybody aboard. And for Tenaria herself, because kids are miserable on planes. That's the thing I've noticed. I haven't sure seen kids bi- be good. Bias there. I haven't seen kids behave themselves for an eight hour plus journey. They're always mm. going to have to make noise. They're going to make smells. It's going to be crazy. Make smells. <laughs> they're gonna, but they're gonna make. Suge- they'll make your ride uncomfortable. <laughs> all, I'm gonna, all I'm saying is, kids on planes, it is not fun for the rest of the passengers. 
And yeah, that's not helping with sleep training, and that sleep training, it will not help. Because the remember, the plane has a, the engines on, it's gonna have these loud, gro- these, these, mm-hmm. this groaning sound going on for, like, hours, that's not gonna work. Even if you put on noise-canceling headphones, I, I don't think it's gonna be a good time. No, the headphones do nothing for the smells, so... <laughs> the smell. Well, yeah, that that ruins everybody else's mm-hmm. time. So yeah, you can't help the smells, and that's it's just gonna be not a fun time. That's what I think, and I'm trying to be unbiased, but it's just it's the that's just the way it is. That's, that's just, just the way it is. How the diaper <laughs> unfolds. Be the same. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, we are at that time again, as the coming to the end of our 250th episode of Whoa, Wow. Yeah. Quite the episode where we asked, what in the world is sleep training all about? So, Khalil, what do folks need to do now? They know to come back next week for the new Woken Free Wednesday episode. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, definitely hit us up on our Contact Us page and share your story at WokenFree.com. That's W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. We are primarily looking for guests now into the new year because we are packed for the rest of this year. But for social, you can always find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn at Woken Free. And for all sponsorship and collaboration queries, hit us up on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.